friends. Very strange. I feel like I've been asleep for a long time, like I haven't seen you in a while. And yet, not quite, for I've been dreaming, and I think you may have been there, too. It's hard to tell, but that's how it feels. I find myself standing by a door. Not the front door, not the huge wooden one you entered this castle through twelve episodes ago. This is another one, facing the opposite end of the castle, whatever on earth direction that may be. This door is smaller. This door is older. This door has a very old lock. It's rusted, and I wonder if it will allow itself to open. I have a key. I found it in a dream. Here, let's try. Ah, it works. It glided just like butter. I expected resistance and difficulty, but as it happens, all you need to do with this door is think to try. I'll turn the knob and open it so we can pass through to what's on the other side. And I don't know, you see, because I haven't been here yet. Not in this castle, anyway. Let's see. guess what it is? Can you think of what time of year it is? That is, if there were such things as time or years. And guess where I've led us? I shouldn't be surprised. This is where I go this time of year. It's a cemetery. Sprawling expansive, like a great vast field peppered with stones, some new, some old, some very, very old, some humble and some proud, some beautiful and some plain, and yet none of them have names on them. Night has fallen. The moon is sliver-thin. The stars are clear. There is no wind, so the trees, just barely dressed in their crisp brown leaves, 
stand as still as the statues that guard this place here and there. Four statues in particular greet us at the gate. Stone angels, one with a sword, one with a harp, one with a staff, and one with only his hands out. Two on either side of the iron gate, it slowly opens of its own accord, and each statue the stone creaking and croaking slowly gestures inside the cemetery, beckoning us to keep going, keep going. Let's go. It is very dark here. Light that lantern for me. Oh, you'll find you're already carrying your candle. Remember it? Has it changed much since we first arrived here? Does your candlestick still have, engraved into it, all of your favorite things to comfort you on frightening journeys? Have those things changed? There are lanterns along the path that cuts through the center of this cemetery. They dangle from trees whose boughs look as though they are bending just for this very purpose, almost bowing to visitors and asking for their lanterns to be lit. We must oblige. It's very peaceful here. Even though we feel that we're not quite alone, even though sometimes out of the corner of our vision we can probably see shadows or flashes of light, our hearts beat on a steady and calm pace. I think I remember something like this before. Once, twice, thrice, even four times before. And one of those times at least, I recall a ritual that involved lighting little lights and, oh yes, knocking, knocking on headstones. Shall we? Why? I used to think it was to wake the dead. But I think it's more of a polite gesture to simply let them know that we are here. If someone was visiting your home on a very special, festive night, even if the door was already open, you would like them to let you know they'd arrived, wouldn't you? Let's do it then. You go along that row. I'll go along this one. Last year, no one came, so I had to create a friend. No ghosts came to visit me. I was very sad and frightened. But I created a beautiful soul from a jack-o'-lantern and leaves anyway. This year, whether they come or not, 
I'm not worried. You're here. And even if you weren't, I'm here. And I'm starting to believe that that's all that's necessary to have all the company in the world. You know, there are so many different worlds, aren't there? The one we're in now, where you visit the castle with me. The castle which has its cemetery here, that we have the freedom and the good fortune to explore together. There's the world you decided to rest in and breathe deeply in. Out. In. Out. In order to be here with me. Now this one that we're sharing, though, sometimes confuses me. Because if there are others who've passed on from the living world to a different world, however or whatever we imagine that one to be, do you think they can be here with us too? I think they can. The veil is thin tonight. Very, very thin. Keep knocking on headstones. Sing, if you like. Keep lighting lanterns. Laugh. Make jokes. Be full of joy and love. Because if they are here with us, well, who wouldn't love that right back? Careful, watch your step. There is an open grave here. A very large one. I'd like you to trust me enough to step inside. I know it's a frightful prospect, but that's precisely why we're here, isn't it? Climb inside. Or if you'd really rather not, you can just watch me do it. It's all right. Either way, just lie down and breathe. You're already breathing in one world, as I said. But are you breathing here? Try. Breathe in. Smell the dead leaves. The cold, wet earth. The crisp wind. Breathe out. See the shadows of crows flying against the black sky and the golden stars as you look up. Hear the distant music, sighing and echoing. Feel the soil beneath you. Rub it between your fingers. If you feel something slithering or crawling, don't be afraid. It's only natural. I can't have us being afraid of something natural and inevitable. Maybe they even bite a little. But it won't hurt. It can't hurt. If you're here, it can't hurt. Nothing can hurt. 
Life must be prized and protected and enjoyed and, most importantly, lived. But death must not be feared or disrespected either. Now I want you to feel that you're sinking down into the ground. The trees and the stars and the crows grow farther and farther away. As deeper and deeper we sink. Do not fear. It feels so natural. It feels so sweet. And as it covers your body and your face, stretch and twist and turn in different directions to get comfortable. How much time passes as you twist and turn? Are you dissolving, decaying, or are you metamorphizing? Fear not, fear not. Fear not the things you see in the ground with you, for they are just living and dying too. Fear not the sounds of change you hear above the ground, for they are just living and dying too. Fear not the turning of the earth occurring all around you, it is just living and dying too. None of that means the end of any of it, I do believe. You're doing such a good job. You're doing everything that you are supposed to do. Living, decaying. Living, decaying. Turning, twisting. And in the process, giving life to other things within, around, and outside of you. You're doing beautifully. And then, however long it takes, I'm not sure. You might decide to open your eyes once more. When you do, you see a night sky again, only not black. It is a dark orange, a dark red, like a pumpkin. Of course, of course, of course. The stars are black and shining like little shattered bits of onyx or hematite. The trees are black and sparkling, and the leaves are blood red too, speckled with dots, like, well, kind of like ladybugs. The grass is black and shimmering and very, very, very healthy. A crow flies by overhead, and it is iridescent, full of different colors like an opal, or a bubble, or an oil slick. I would say it's all quite unnatural, but it's not. It's just unusual. And I've seen plenty of unusual things. Let's climb out of our graves. What do you see? Shall I tell you what I see? 
countless, innumerable, immeasurably plenty. The souls here are everywhere. I wish I could describe them, but they change. As soon as I rest my eyes on them, they change. At once it could be a very old man with a pocket watch here, but then suddenly he's a little girl with a dolly. And then over there an elegant queen in a velvet gown with a crown and scepter. Then next she's a holy man in nothing but a loincloth. Or over there, at once a young man in a suit, who's next a noble stallion, and then next a laughing old lady. They are all here, and they are all changing before our eyes. So it's best to let go of trying to lock on to any individual spirit. That was my mistake. That was my error, every past all hallowtide. I tried to see ghosts, spirits. But how can you see what is always growing, always changing? If you can accept your own growing and changing, you must accept it in other souls too. Mustn't you? Maybe I should say, Oughtn't you? Oughtn't we? I have spent so long looking for them. Through crystal balls and pendulums. Through cards and mirrors. Through stories and song. But the idea of them is wrong. I am growing and changing too. Like you. Like them. Like us. They've always been here. They're always here. The castle is so far away in the distance in this world we've slipped through the ground into. I always wanted someone to visit me from beyond the veil. Really, truly visit me. Not just a glimpse. Not just a feeling, or an inkling, or a tingling, or a sensation. A visit. A stay. An embrace. I have tried to open the veil and pass through it myself. To be the visitor, too. But the door is already open, remember? The veil is already lifted. I am already there, with you, and them, and us. It is human nature to try to solve things that are not actually problems, though we perceive them to be so. Human nature might be to deny Mother Nature. Death is not a problem. Life is not a problem. They just are. And we are too. I think. 
What do I know? I don't know much. I'm just exploring. I'd like to explore the pumpkin patch. I'd like to explore the hedge maze. I'd like to pay respects to every grave in this cemetery. Perhaps see the soul whose body rests here, and then see how joyfully they dance on the earth under which they're buried. If you preferred the other world, here it is, looking up at the sky with gold stars. The crows are black, the night is still and quiet, and it feels like you're alone, but you're not. If you still prefer the other world, here it is, looking up at the ceiling or the sky above wherever you are right now. For me, it's that popcorn stucco in so many old buildings. White and speckled. But when I stare at it for too long, it shimmers and flows, like an ocean foaming from movement. What does yours look like? And it feels like you're alone. But you're not. Call, and it'll come running back to you. We all will. We're all here. Always. Just call. Happy Halloween. Hello, my friends, and thanks so much for listening to episode 212 of On a Dark Cold Night. Happy Halloween. This is Kristen Zaza, your host, your ghost host, your writer, narrator, composer, podcaster, producer, etc. behind the podcast. I hope you're having a safe and happy Halloween weekend, however you celebrate this time of year. I'd like to first send a big thank you to everyone who supports what I do on Patreon every month. Thank you so much for your ongoing support, and my very warm Halloween wishes to you this week, my friends. On Patreon, every supporter of $1 or more a month, US, gets access to my complete soundtrack, while every supporter of $5 or more US a month gets that and access to a tarot reading video I upload every month on the full moon. You can learn more at patreon.com slash darkcoldnight. If you'd prefer to donate one time only without any perks, you can do so by visiting ko-fi.com slash darkcoldnight. And you can also buy t-shirts and hoodies at bonfire.com slash on-a-dark-cold-night. I haven't answered listener questions in a couple of weeks, but if you'd like me to address a question or a concept in an upcoming story, please feel free to reach out. You can send me a question over Patreon or Coffee or on social media. Find me on Twitter at a dark cold night, Instagram at dark cold night podcast, or on Facebook or YouTube under on a dark cold night or TikTok at Kristen Zaza. 
And as always, leaving a rating and a review for the podcast wherever you can would be amazing. I'd especially love it if you did so on iTunes or Spotify, though anywhere, of course, would be wonderful. Thank you so much for listening. It's a short little All Hallow Tide episode this year. This time has been wonderful and busy and very, very alive for me, which seems appropriate. But I wanted to put out a Halloween story on Halloween because, as I said last week, how wonderful that episode day falls on Halloween this year. I hope it brought you some comfort rather than fear. Or maybe comfort in fear, perhaps. If there's anything I do well, I like to think it's that. Sending love to you. Sending life to you. Sending growth and change. And reminding you once again, you're doing a wonderful job of being a living thing. Keep it up, my friends. Happy Halloween. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. Sonar.